Welcome to Two Gals and a Glass Half Full. Um, we are on our last episode during Stress Month, uh, Stress Awareness Month, and Dr. Jess and I have really enjoyed the last two episodes uh, talking with mental health counselors and learning everything they had to offer. But today we are super excited to talk with Nicole. But first, Dr. Jess, what do you have in your cup today? Today, I have some carbonated bubbly water with fresh lemon in it because I'm trying to drink more water and it's something that's a struggle. So sometimes when I put fresh lemon in it, it makes me drink more. So Dr. Bobby, what's in your glass? Well, it is the middle of the day and I typically like to have a kombucha, but I don't have any today. So I am drinking karma water, which it water, which is basically water that you put probiotics in. I don't know if oh. it's as good for you as kombucha, but um, it's a good substitute. Yeah, it's worth a try, right? Mm -hmm. um, so uh, today we have Nicole with us. She works with the YMCA and wears a lot of different hats in that role. And uh, we'll be asking some questions about stress management. But first, Nicole, do you have a glass of beverage that you were drinking? I do. <laughs> My tastes are just so pedestrian. And it's just water. <laughs> I don't think it's filtered even. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Some good old H2O. Can't, yeah, can't go wrong. Community building water. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Uh, so Nicole, uh, tell us a little bit about you. Sure. So um, I am a mom um, of two little boys and I uh, have a husband. Um, we, uh, he works from home. Uh, boys are a little bit older, so they, they're at school, which is really nice. <laughs> um, and then I also, I have a job. I have a job that a full-time job at the YMCA where, um, I oversee our membership department and then, uh, our childcare and also our group fitness programs. So like you said, Jess, I wear a lot of different hats. Um, but there's also a lot of overlap in those departments. So that's nice, but it definitely means that I'm kind of pulled in a lot of different directions um, throughout the day, which is great because it means that no day is the same. Um, but it also means that you're feeling a bit stretched sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I could see where that, I could see where, when you've got different departments, different employees, different bosses, different members, where there's not always going to be a uh, win um, that's going to please everybody. <laughs> and, <laughs> and when that happens, stress can turn on. And right. that's what we're talking about this month. So you're a fantastic person to talk to. <laughs> I'm also really lucky to work in um, an environment that encourages wellness and stress yeah. management as well. So, I mean, that, you know, that is and even though I wear a lot of different hats, I also like have a treadmill 20 feet from my desk. So, you know, that's really great too. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so that, that always is, um, a benefit to kind of working at the Y for sure. Absolutely. Um, so as far as like stress management, right. When did you really first start implementing some of these uh, strategies into your life? When, when did you become kind of like aware that this was a thing? Well, I think that when something starts to suffer, you know, when you've got, you know, you're kind of rolling along pretty well, and then you start to feel like the family starts to suffer, or maybe you're not being as intentional at work, or maybe just your well-being in terms of, you know, you're missing workouts or you're not eating as well, or you find yourself almost in a state of like crisis mode. You you talked a little bit almost about that, Jess, like the whole fight or flight. Mm -hmm. I feel like kind of when, um, and that's happened to me quite recently where I've just felt very, um, 
almost untethered. Like I didn't feel grounded. And Mm -hmm. so, um, I feel like that's when I start to, instead of speeding up (laughs) and trying to finish it all, I've kind of started to say, okay, can you maybe slow down a little bit, you know, and even if you're not changing anything you're doing, just kind of observing. Um, and that's just kind of helped slow the train down a little bit, at least for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, I think Bobby and I can both speak to, uh, times in our lives where it's been like, this is like, this is out of control, right? Like there's, there's too much. And that's, and that's the point where it makes you actually put this into the forefront of, of your brain. And then that's when you start implementing strategies. You don't implement stress management strategies when things are easy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think that's, that's, um, Absolutely fantastic. Um, so like working at the Y, you've, you said that they're very wellness-based and mm-hmm. are uh, supportive of that. And I know not every workplace is as yeah. like-minded, but um, but being in, a, in an environment like that, what are some like more like specifics that you find are, are helpful for being in that environment? We work, well, we offer quite a few um, of our like yoga and, uh, you know, just kind of, we call them spirit, mind and body, uh, programs, but a lot of our group fitness programs kind of center around that, uh, mindfulness or kind of grounded state of being. Mm-hmm. So, um, usually, yeah, when things start to hit the fan, I tend to look at the group X schedule and be like, okay, what can I take to just chill out? And that's mm-hmm. always helpful. Um, also, you know, when you feel almost like the, the, your cortisol, your stress hormones and everything starting to just kind of go crazy, a walk is incredibly helpful. I mean, it's all those things that, you know, people tell you, Oh, well, you should just do this, or you should just, you know, take a walk or take a couple deep breaths. They actually work, which is really nice. (laughs) You have to slow your body down enough to, to actually implement them. And that's almost a habit. You know what I mean? Where it's, if it's not something that you, you kind of turn to immediately, then you just don't know what you don't know. And so um, I've had to be, I'm not really wired that way. I'm wired to just try to figure it out and go faster and, and just stress about it and, and find the resolution. But I've found that I can work so much better when I do eat better, sleep better, meditate, take time to be mindful, take time to slow down, um, which is always challenging, but I never, I never regret it after I've done it. And I never feel like that time was poorly spent. So many times I find myself in those type in those moments where like, you know, you said people tell you, you should take a walk, you should do this. And like, you're in that moment, you're like, I don't have time, I don't have time, I have to do this, I have to do this and this. And sometimes when I actually take that time to take that, even if it's a five minute walk, 10 minute walk, you end up coming back, like feeling refreshed, like feeling better. So like you're in the end, more productive in less time. Oh, well, there's, absolutely. There's clarity. I mean, I, I you know. I'd say 90% of the time when I do pause and just allow everything to kind of settle, that solution kind of rises to the surface. And, and I I think, I think when you're in the midst of it and you haven't been successful with that in the past, it's easy to just kind of discount it. But once it works or once you find some success with that, you're like, okay, yeah, this actually is a good strategy um, for stress reduction because stress just isn't going to stop you know, you do kind of have to be purposeful about it. And that can sometimes feel like another job, (laughs) but it, but it is, it, it, you know, it, it is, I think something preventative, like any other disease prevention, you know, that, that you would do. 
feel like Absolutely. a lot of is about like balance. You know, we always talk about balance and finding balance. And whenever I just feel pulled in so many directions, I don't know if you've ever read the book by Shonda Rhimes, Year of Yes, or if you've I've ever heard, heard of it. it. Yeah. So <laughs> I was too busy watching Bridgerton. But yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. It's one of those books that I recommend to everyone because it like, it kind of opened my eyes in a way that like it really, but it's an awesome book, but in it, she talks about, so for those of you that don't know who Shonda Rhimes is, she's the person that um, wrote Grey's Anatomy. Um, I think she, she might've done like How to Get Away with Murder or something like that, but she's done multiple, I think she did. Yeah. Yeah, multiple TV shows. And one of my favorite quotes from her, and I don't know the quote word for word, but she's talking about people say, how do you do it all? How do you be a mom? How are you writing on these shows? And she looked at him, she just like, in the book, she just wrote, I don't. I can't. She goes, inevitably, when I am at work, I am failing as being a mother. And when I'm being a mom, I am failing at work. She's like, you can't do it all. And so, like, I always kind of go to that when I just feel like overwhelmed of like, okay, you can't do it all. Like, put your focus 100% here. So that way you can then turn to something else later on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby, that touches on just giving yourself grace. I mean, sometimes there can be such an exhale with just like you said, just kind of stopping and going, you know, I'm not going to be 100% successful with all of these tasks. So how can I just show up in some way that's the best I can do? And then hopefully everyone else will understand or, or not. And then you just have to kind of deal with that. And that's, you know, I mean, cause you have to think about what you're ultimately sacrificing. And I feel like in my most recent position, that's really what I found is that when I'm waking up at 3 a.m. and the first thing I'm doing is checking my phone and trying to figure out the rest of my day, it's like, that is not sustainable. So what, and that's not going to stop. That's going to be a constant. So how are you going to kind of decide that you're not going to, you're just not going to do that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, yeah, professionally, it's very easy to get so into what you're doing that you don't put up your barriers and and those like those borders of saying like this is where I'm going to like say I'm done with this and then and then transition into the next role of whatever that whatever that role is you know if you've got to go pick up kids or like if it's in the morning you've got to help you know get yourself ready get your kids ready you know get out the door Um, but like having that like definitive line of like I'm not going to check my email until work starts. Or Mm -hmm. if I do, because I do need to structure my day and I do need to check that I'm just going to check, but then I'm not going to implement anything. I'm not going to answer emails. I'm just going to make sure that like when I'm walking in, I know what I'm walking into. So I'm not walking in unprepared. Um, But yeah, that is a big part, I think, of stress management, right? Is saying like, I have to like, delineate the time of the time that I'm spending in my different roles because otherwise I mean I like us being in patient care I mean it's you know it just it doesn't stop I mean you've got documentation you've got the emails you've got you know all like so much that goes on with it that like I could you know when on my vacation I could easily um log in and have a lot of stuff that I could do or I could say you know what Monday morning is going to come whether I am well rested and recovered, or it's going to come and I'm not well rested and I'm not recovered, and I will be actually better at my job if I'm rested and recovered than if I'm not. Um, but I've had to learn that the hard way. Yeah, 
I read and oh go ahead oh no I was just gonna say you know I think that there also needs to be um some conversation about that's gonna be really hard at first it's like a diet it's like you know anything that you try that you're really uncomfortable with because you've been kind of skating around surviving Mm -hmm. you've been in crisis mode but you've been surviving right um, up until now so to kind of make those boundaries that the anxiety that that creates can almost be feel like, well, this is way worse than if I just check my email. And so, I mean, I feel like there, there really needs to kind of be this reminder that yes, you will feel that anxiety initially, but then the mm-hmm. benefits just so far outweigh um, any kind of negative because of your, just your mental state is so much better. Like you said, Jess, your mm-hmm. Monday's coming, whether, whether <laughs> you want it to or not, you're either rested yeah. or you're stressed. Exactly. Yeah. And like, and there are times where you're going to have to potentially you're going to have to prepare for that, that initial Monday morning, right. Or, you know, Tuesday morning, Wednesday morning, who cares? Right. Um, there's going to be like sometimes where you are going to need to do something to make that a, um, a win when you come in, otherwise you might walk into a, a whole heap. And then had you just prepared for five to 10 minutes, your whole day could have gone better. So like, you know, if, if that is really going to make a difference or not. And so there's like an honesty with yourself, which is, I mean, I'm saying it to me, there's an honesty with yourself <laughs> that, that you have to do. I mean, yeah. I tell you, I, I just was on vacation and I just like, I, I, I had my computer ready to open up to like, look at the schedule for Monday to do, you know, like log in and, and just make sure. And like, do I have cosigns that I need to do there? There, you know, just all the stuff. And I was like, no, I'm tired. We've been mm-hmm. driving all day. I like, we had to unpack. We had, you know, all this stuff, like, no, like I'm exhausted right now. If I open this up, it's going to take me three times as long to look at it because my eyes are so fatigued because I'm tired. Yeah. You have to go to bed, <laughs> go to bed and get rest. Like Monday morning, we'll be here. Just get in a little early. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like you know, the five minutes that it would take on Monday morning is going to take me 30 minutes when my eyes are really tired. So, but again, like this is something where I was like, you know what? Think about this. Is this going to actually help you sleep better or not? And I was like, it's actually not. So I said no, which was like big. That's big for me. It's good. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. It is good. And, and I think the amount of self awareness that that took, I mean, that's, that's a big leap for people. So again, it's that permission Mm -hmm. to let yourself not be busy, that that's, that's okay. Even if it's just in this space, that's okay. Every little win, every little win count it as a win. Yes. I've read, and I don't remember where I read, but it's something like what you do in the first 20, 30 minutes of your day. Um, And this is something I've worked on. What you do the first 20, 30 minutes of your day is going to set your day. So even if you can't, um, even if you still want to check that, don't do it in the first, don't do it when you first get up. And um, so for you guys, like being married, you have significant other kids. For me, it's just me in the morning. So I was finding myself, the first thing I get, you do when you wake up, you grab your phone, check social media. It's my way I connect with others because I don't have anyone around me in the morning to connect with, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was just crazy. Like when I made that switch of like, no, like, I'm not going to check my phone in the morning with social media. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to get up, drink, or, you know, get my cup of coffee, get my water, whatever I need to do. And then I can do that. And just kind of changing that little around a little bit, definitely changed how my days go for sure. Mm -hmm. Well, for you, Bobby, that puts you first. I mean, I imagine most of your day is not in that space. 
No. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I right. imagine that, you know, most of your day is putting others first. And I think that, I mean, that's, it's a gift. It really is, you know, to kind of spend that 30 minutes just mm-hmm. being you. Yeah, it definitely, um, for those that don't do it, I suggest it was definitely a, it was hard though. As you said, it was, it's a really hard habit. And like, mm-hmm. I even tried taking like Facebook off my phone for a little bit. Um, but it was like, I can't tell you how many times I went and I clicked and my thumb knew exactly where Facebook was supposed to be on that phone, you yeah. know, click, click. And then like scrolling and it's stressed because, oh, look at, they're doing this, they're doing this, they're doing this. And like, I get off and I'm like, what the heck am I doing to myself? Yeah. Just kind of silly and silly how we, things that we know don't work for us, yet we still do it, you know, and like how long we still do those things before we're like, maybe I should make a change, (laughs) you know, like it's, it's kind of funny. Um, But like, but saying that, like, so Nicole, what are some things that you in the past were like using as strategies that were like, why finally we're like, why am I doing this? Well, I mean, Bobby, you, you nailed it. I mean that, you know, just kind of that mindless, I get looking for an escape that wasn't a real stress reducer. So I think about Facebook, I think about, um, you know, binge watching too much television, you know, maybe using food as an escape using, you know, something that maybe in the short term was beneficial because it was quick. I didn't have to think about anything else. And I, it was, it was kind of a a lazy way to be mindful, (laughs) but then I realized, you know, there was this, there was a certain amount of guilt. And I mean, all all that stuff that kind of in the back of your head tells you, you know, this, this isn't really what this, this isn't the biggest bang for your buck. You know what I mean? In in terms of what maybe you should be doing to kind of help yourself um, reduce your stress. And so for physical activity has always been a big part of my life. And I've been very lucky that I've always kind of had that knee jerk reaction to turn to that when I felt anxious, when I felt, you know, just that things were kind of out of control. That's always been a very centering kind of activity for me. So, I mean, my biggest strategy is kind of that, those walks in the morning, um, you know, weightlifting, cardio, just exercise that, that I feel like if I have not done that, then I'm really just not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And I know that, you know, that's, that's a luxury for some people. Not everybody has that kind of time benefit. Um, but with this new position and the hours being um, so much more than I, I had had to work in the past that I've really had to kind of almost be selfish with that time, you know, have discussions with my family about, you know, this is the time that I'm going to go work out. I want to, I want us to support each other. And I want, you know, mostly to my husband it's very important to me and I need your support. And we've been able to kind of work together to make sure that happens. Um, but just prioritizing that honestly, and even just prioritizing that is a stress reducer because it is something that you can control. And I mean, if, if you are kind of wired that way, if you do like control in your life, that that's helpful. It's like, okay, I, I know that the whole day might be crazy, but I've got this to kind of look forward to that I know is not, that is for me, that does feel good that I'm, you know, going to be able to kind of siphon off little bits of that, hopefully throughout the day to feel a little bit more just calm. Um, and when I don't, I regret it. You know, when I decide I'm going to watch another episode of whatever, instead of going to the gym, I'm like, I was resting, but I don't feel 
It's not the same. It's yeah, not it just, it just you know isn't. That, Jess. I mean, yeah, it's like, so active. It's like there, like, there's very little that compares. Yeah, no, it's just like, I, I do the same thing where I'll start to get into a little bit of a rut where I'm like running low on time. I'm still trying to finish some projects for work or whatever it might be. And um, luckily my husband knows me well enough now that he'll be like, you, uh, you are, are you leaving for your run? <laughs> Meaning like I'm a better person to be around um, <laughs> because, because otherwise I stay in that work mode. I yes. stay in that like intense getting this done. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go. And I, I don't transition out of it as well. Like if I just go for like, you know, even if I just do a jog around the neighborhood as my son's uh-huh. riding his bike, it, it might only even be a half mile. Like if that's all we have time for because of darkness or whatever it might be, but that little bit will actually like, I completely will come out of work mode and I come back into home mode where I'm like, Hey, what's up guys? <laughs> like, well, are it's, you? A, it's a return to your, to yourself, to your right. best self, to that, right. that self that you are proud of that, you know, you kind of have been trying to find, I think all day because you give pieces of it away throughout your work day. Right. So, yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I think like scheduling it is key. Uh, so like you can have the, in the moment, like I'm going to take some deep breaths, like something just triggered me or, you know, maybe somebody just said something or I had an interaction with an employee or coworker or boss or somebody that mm-hmm. is frustrating or I, you know, whatever the situation might be. Like I have the, in the moment techniques that I do, but then also I have these like bigger strategies that I do, like Mm -hmm. you said, where you schedule it into your day. And that's, I mean, I'm really, really big on, on my runs. And if somebody tries to, um, schedule in my runtime and I have a firm, no, like Mm -hmm. I have a very, very firm, no of like, I am not available at that time. And I'm like, well, what, what the answer is no, (laughs) like I have given it away too many times and I suffer. Mm -hmm. My family suffers. So the answer is no. So it is a hard schedule when, when I put that in and if it's raining outside, then I'll come inside and use the rower or, you know, do something else inside. I prefer to run, but like, I do have the alternative for bad weather days. Um, So, yeah, I think that that's like, that's huge. How, how you put it into the schedule. And that's like, I know by the end of the day that like, I'll be able to like debrief myself. I'll be able to like work through whatever it is that was going on that day. And, and you know, you're going to give yourself that time. Um, so yeah, no, I think, I think that's fantastic. Um, one of the other things that you had touched on was meditation. Mm-hmm. So what, what, like, what kind of forms of meditation do you like and try? I much prefer guided meditation. I think that's probably yeah. Cause I'm way too chaotic <laughs> and actually like not think about just ev- everything. Things that I haven't thought about in years are going to pop up when I turn oh, yeah. all, all my technology <laughs> and try to, so there are, I've, I've, there have just been some great apps that um, just, it's almost a meditation of staying in tune with the voice, you know, or, or the, 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 kind of just the background noise, like the ocean or the whatever. Um, you know, I found that those, those forms of meditation are most accessible to me. Um, mm-hmm. just because sometimes silence can just be really uncomfortable and, um, 
you know, but like anything else, meditation is a habit too. I mean, the first, I think probably month of meditation can be really awkward. And then before you know it, you've kind of fallen into this pattern where you, um, you miss it when you don't do it, you know, Mm -hmm. and and that kind of touches on what you said, Bobby, about, you know, how are you going to spend the first 30 minutes of your day? Whenever I spend the first 30, well, I mean, I usually, I say I'd meditate for about 10 minutes when I spend that, that first 10 minutes, when that's the priority, it's almost like you can tap back into that throughout the day. There's like this residual kind of peace, um, through your day where when things go, you feel them spinning up. It's like that, that, that 10 minutes, it, I don't know, it turns the volume down or something. And I, I, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how to explain it for somebody else. One of your previous guests could probably explain it a lot better. Just anecdotally, it is amazing how you can tap into that. It's, it's like a reserve or something. I mean, and, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I'm not doing it, I'm much more likely to snap your head off. I, um, I, I work in the customer service business. So like, <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> you do that. Um, <laughs> I don't tend to do mine in the morning. I actually, and I have an app, um, that I use, um, and it's free. I use it at night to go to bed. So like in, okay. in the exact same sense though, like you were saying, you know, it kind of calms down. You can tap back in like at night for me when I'm trying to go to bed and my day's been Oh, all over the place. And you got this and you're thinking this, and I got to do this for tomorrow. And this, so like I put that on and it's, um, there's different lengths of them. They go from like three minutes to like 30 minutes and it basically puts you to sleep and then you can leave the back. So like once the meditation's done, then it leaves on noise. So white mm-hmm. noise in the background. And I found like that has been super helpful in like being able to fall asleep, um, mm-hmm. and not have your brain be reviewing everything that you need to do in the next week, you know, absolutely. Sure. That's what I do. I use guided meditation as well. Cause, um, meditation was first explained to me or like, I guess brought to my attention when I was an undergrad. And I, I want to say it was, it was in one of my, like maybe a health psychology class or something like that. And so we all like, we all sat there and we kind of did breathing and we practiced and it was like, okay, now visualize a flame. And I was like, <laughs> 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 I don't see a flame anymore. Where did the flame go? I see this. I see that. I see my then homework. It's stressful, I got this. I got that. Yeah. Go? yeah. Right. And I'm like, wait, back to the flame. I still don't see it. Right. I think I can see it. Did I see a flame? What color is a flame? A blue flame, an orange flame. I don't know. I like orange. You know, it was just like, yeah. like just, it, it didn't, I don't know. And I tried, I really did try, but like, it, I just, it was such like, my thoughts were just so all over the place. And then when I found guided meditation, I was like, this I can do, this mm-hmm. I like, this resonates with me. And I think Nicole, how you're saying how when you start your day with even just 10 minutes, how that kind of taps into, it just, it helps with how you think, right? And just like, and plus like, if you, if you correlate some breathing with it, because mm-hmm. oftentimes, you know, if you listen to a guided meditation, they'll kind of start with some breathing exercises where you're not doing like deep breathing the whole time, but like you do some nice, like deeper in- inhales and exhales to just kind of get some of that cyclic nature going. Mm-hmm. And then that is, it just like, is a way of your brain to remember like, oh, wait, I should do that. That just immediately worked a couple of hours ago versus like, you know, months ago, or I heard it somewhere, or it's a normal practice. And so as you start to practice something, it becomes habitual. And then the habit then is a nice positive habit. 
Um, so yeah, no, I, I, I am a guided meditation or <laughs> not. Yeah. it also, it, it taps into, I mean, are, we're so much smarter than we give ourselves credit for if we would just kind of get out of our own way. You know what I mean? And so I think that it really does tap into, or it allows your mind the space to kind of remind yourself of, of what you already know. You know, you, you are able to calm down. You are a, 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 you know, we're at the top of the food chain with the brain and, you know, we can, we can just chill out. And, and that um, can be really hard to do if it's not intentional, if you're not kind of setting that intention and, and making an effort to do that because life will just sweep you up. I did oh, one of those. Absolutely. Um, you guys ever done one of those sensory deprivation where like the tank, the saltwater tank where you lay in there and it's like pitch I black. have not yet. Okay. So I did it. <laughs> I failed miserably. I was like, I, I don't know if I would do well. Like splashing, like trying to find, I like, I couldn't, like, I need something to help me there. Like it was like, finally I was like, I couldn't fall asleep. So I'm like playing, like how I count for my legs. Like, can I turn myself around in this thing? Like I'm finding everything I can do to like not tap out and be like, can you let me out? <laughs> yeah. But it also kind of made a part that like, I couldn't relax for an hour. Like I couldn't physically lay there without some external stimuli. And I was like, that's not a good thing, Um, you know, but I was like, I I couldn't, like, I had to make some game in there or something because I I couldn't just lay there. Yeah, that's a long time. It was was a really long time. But I think that is where the practice comes in, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, that, like that, to me, that's like another level of being able to like, be in sensory deprivation. So mm-hmm. like starting at an hour would be like telling somebody that doesn't run to go run for an hour. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Right. I mean, really, <laughs> yeah. like I wouldn't last for an hour, you know, <laughs> like I'm too, I'm too hyper for that. Um, but if that was, you know, something where I would do for like maybe two to three minutes and then five minutes and then 10 minutes and really start to understand how to be mindful without having to deal with distractions because our brains are so used to distractions all the time that it's not used to not having distractions. And so then it's like, it doesn't know what to do. Yeah. So it's finding it a weird sensation, a, a yeah. weird, cause you don't have light. You don't have here. You don't have anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would have probably done a counting technique to get through it. Um, you know, <laughs> like again, any, like if I was in an MRI, I would do a counting technique. I probably would have done the same thing. I'm like, how much longer do I have in here? Okay. Let's see if we can just get <laughs> yeah. through it. Like that. I mean, um, not that I it wasn't a it, bad experience. It was eye opening no. of like, I need this, but I, I definitely failed miserably with it. Right. Yeah. Just, I think, yeah. Starting with smaller bits would probably be where we get some better wins, but I think I've avoided it. So like, I'm not going to pay for that. Right? Yeah. Like you pay for an hour. It was a gift too. So like my, my friend was on the other side. It's not like two, you know, my friend was there and I was there and it was a gift from them. And I was just like, well, I'm going to lay here. I'm not going to step out gonna of like this. knock and be like, how are you doing? <laughs> I think that defeats the purpose, but right. I, that's what I would have been trying to do. Are you having trouble too? Like, <laughs> yeah oh awesome awesome so um so what we'll do is we're gonna start start to wrap it up and um overall we're gonna um this is ending our stress awareness month series and then next month is the month of may and we're going to be going into mental health awareness so it's it's similar to stress awareness um mental health awareness but 
Um, we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into some other strategies with mental health and just bring some um, conversations up to the forefront of our conversation. We're going to have a couple mental health counselors that we're going to be talking with and just, you know, and doing some individuals um, interviews as well. So stay tuned for that. And um, each week we have a challenge, right? So the challenge this week is to try and let's, let's have a challenge with meditation, right? So why don't we say one time to try to implement a meditation strategy, whether it's guided meditation or um, looking at the flame or <laughs> like whatever meditation strategy that maybe not the, de the deprivation. Yeah. Tank. yeah maybe not an hour. Um, maybe yeah. start with something that's a little bit easier to bite off. Um, yeah. But yeah, why don't we have that be our, our challenge for the week? So thank you so much, Nicole. And uh, we really appreciate the conversation and thank you so much for being vulnerable with us and sharing, um, sharing you. some of your strategies. So. Sounds good. And reach awesome. out everyone um, if you need some ideas on where to find meditation apps. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Have a good